You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast presented by Land Rover. I'm Robbie Musto and he's Robbie Earl together with the Two Robbies. And we know who's going down, who's getting relegated. Sunderland beat Everton 3-0 at home to secure their future in the league but sends down Norwich City, Newcastle along with Aston Villa. A very important, uh, impressive performance at home again from Sunderland. They've really got it going there, Rob. And, and big Sam Allardyce, I tell you what, with the big games, he, he, he knows just what it takes to get this group of players in the, in the correct mental attitude to get the job done. Sam is the man. Yep. In Sam, we trust we're going to have new banners. In Arson, we've <laughs> lost Arson. Sam's the man. And, you know, what? What? there was a couple of things that, that came to mind with Sam when, when he was walking around the stadium of light and, and getting the, rightly the applause and the cheers was that at times he's been underappreciated of, of the jobs he's done, Rob. But West Ham United... You know, yeah, Slavin Bilic has taken them on to another level. But he did a good job at that football club. He got them out of the championship. He got them into the Premier League and, mm. he, and he made them sa- mm. safe. He, you know, not such a great time in Newcastle. But again, he gets labelled with this long ball style and things. And I think it's easy to write him it off. It's easy to be critical of Sam because all along the, in this relegation fight, and I know we've talked about it at weeks, I said, I believed in what he did because if he was my manager... I'd run through a bit more for him. There's something about him. He's got a connection. He's got a personality. He's got a humour. I can imagine when he wants to be, he can be a tough manager to play under. But he got this team, Rob, responsible when there was a point in the season where I thought, they've gone, Sunderland. Absolutely it, gone. It took him a long time mm. to find the right combination of players. And he was patient in this process. They continued to, continue to concede goals, which was driving him crazy. But he, in January, he brought in some players that have, have been very important. They're in the team now and they've made them better. But he's, he's had to be super patient. He turned losses into draws, plenty of draws. And now, when it mm. counts, when it matters, mm. his team is, is, is at the right point to start winning games. Is that the football experience? You know, people say he's never been relegated in the, in the, in the Premier League. Is that the experience, Rob? I know Rafa Benitez has been, was at Newcastle, and, and we'll talk a little bit about them after, but the job he's done. But he's never experienced being in a, in a relegation fight. Alex Neal has never been in the Premier League fight. Sam said something very interesting today. He said, at one point, I was trying all the things I know in the game and they weren't working. And then I, I kind of fell on one and it started with, although this guy's got a set of tools, Rob. He's been there before. He probably works a guy some days. Then he gives him a couple of light days. He probably has a couple yeah. of days where it's funny. Then he says, right, we're back to work for, for Thursday, Friday. Well, like Jamie Vardy um, was talking in the press about how um, Trader and Yeri had managed him, and they got this week off. And Vardy went off to Dubai, and he said, I enjoyed it because I was just chilled out and relaxed where I saw the Sunderland players there doing all the running, doing all the work. Mm. Now, you're right. He does give them time off before some big games. Mm -hmm. But that little week there of training in Dubai, 
those little things make the difference, by Correct. the way. Take them, take them away and you work them. If he doesn't think they're fit enough, mm. you work them, you make them fit. He does all the right things. Do you remember the day that he took him to the beach and it started raining? Sometimes those are the days that you have a laugh and you have a joke. And you, you remember, those are the little things that, that you know, are not in, in the coaching manual. You have to think on your feet as a manager. You have to find the little sparks. And he's done all that. And, and you know, it's a magnificent job that he's done at this football club to keep them up. The thing is, Rob, now, going forward... Where does Sam take them? Are we in another relegation fight with them next season? We've seen it with Pi, <laughs> you know, with Dick Abacat. Dick Abacat, yeah, and then we, Gus we saw Poyet, it Poyet yeah. and, and we've seen it last year, and they've kept the club up. Paolo and then the next Canio, season, there's so yeah. many of managers, isn't there? But they've they've done it one season, then they struggled the next season, and and then left the football club. It's not going to happen with Samus. He, he knows too much. He's been there too long. I, I'm so I'm so confident in saying that this is not going to happen next season. You know, and, and, and history says that it will, but I think that the the experience, that the the belief I have in the man that he's going to make the team better with some good signings, he's already talked about kind of rebuilding, uh, making a better team at Sunderland Football Club, that they're not in this situation. This is a big football club. There's 48,000 people they can get in there, Rob. It's this, I think it's the fifth uh, largest capacity stadium in the Premier League. They've mm. got good revenues, yeah. all the extra money. There's no reason that mm. now that Big Sam will figure out his structure, his scouting network, mm. his youth academy. There's no reason why this team now, a little bit like West Ham, can yeah. Establish themselves and to be a you know a regular safe Premier League side. Well, one team who obviously is a consequence of Sunderland winning uh, gone down at Norwich with well uh, an impressive four-two win in the end. They did what they could, but it was too little, too late. It was out of their hands. Yep. You know, Amber Corney got on, on on the score sheet. Nathan Redmond played well, and I think as a player who one or two might look at and think they can take from there. I mean. Yep. Any regrets for, for Norwich? Any regrets for Alex Neal, Robert? At this stage, they've gone down and going to have to spend a year in the Championship and try and get back up. Let me give you two. <clears throat> I think there's two regrets, and I think we, uh, I got a sense of it in his um, pre-match press conference uh, about recruitment. And there's been a, a club-wide disappointment in recruitment. Now, that could be the, the, the way that they've... The players that they've brought in or the money available to bring in players. And I think mm. it's that part that like, he wanted to say, we need to make this strong... We needed to make this, uh, the squad stronger, and it didn't happen. The other regret, in my opinion, and I think there's a little bit of inexperience with the manager, mm. is that I, I don't think that he's ever got the team balance right. Early season, we saw mm. them going forward and scoring goals, yeah. conceding a lot. Then we saw a period of time where they couldn't score a goal. And that has been a big problem of late. Mm. My problem, Rob, and, and you, you tell me if you disagree with this, is that if you're a manager of a team and after the first few weeks or even a couple of months, you, you say, you know what? We ain't going to be big scorers. Yeah. We ain't going to yeah. be big scorers. We haven't got that. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to absolutely do that. Defense, you've yeah. got to hit into a little bit of Tony Pulis's mm. uh, well, what, defensive and, and just grind out results. They've never done that. What, what, what did Big Sam say? Today in, in the post pass, uh, post-match press, when he had, he had a glass of wine, a bottle of beer, I think, mm. and he was telling me, he said it was our defence that have kept us up. And he, once, he said something about two or three weeks ago I'd never heard anyone say before. He said, it's not the goals you score, it's the goals that you don't concede are, are the yeah. important ones. So it's yeah. how tight you make your team, how responsible. DeAndre Yedlin is a great advert for what Sam Allardyce can do because DeAndre Yedlin is now finding the right positions as a fullback, where his covering is, yeah. when to break forward, when to sit in. He's starting to understand the game because he's got a coach who taught him. Maybe Alex Neal didn't. I still think Alex Neal should have gambled on a centre forward. I think you're going to, if you get a chance, sign Charlie Austin. Go and get Ricky Lambert. Go and get yeah. somebody who's been there who gets you 10 goals. Mm. 10 more goals with what he had might, might have just been the difference. 
Yeah, I mean, do you think he's the right man, Rob? Is there any need to... To, to change the manager? Has he no, learned from no, this? Should yeah. you stick with him? Yeah, I kind of like yeah, him, Rob, I'd, I'd a little bit. Him a, and do you know what the model I think they should take? The Burnley model. Okay, you've come up, you've got money, you've got parachute. Now, keep most of the things intact. Add a couple of things if you need to. Keep the right guy and make sure you start and you go again. If you yo-yo for a couple they of years. They did it. That's what they've yeah. done. They went like down West and they're back up again. Have done yeah. And then once the next time you Correct. come, you stay and you make sure you're part of the big picture. One team, Robbie, we know we're going to have a struggle down the championship because everybody's going to want them. They're going to be the big fish down there. Mm. Newcastle United. I mean... It's almost like now they've got relegated, there's so many more questions about this football club. The first and most important one is, does Rafa Benitez stay on as Newcastle manager? 25% chance, Ooh. I think, of him staying on. 25 so, Yeah, I think there's a... Listen, Rob, it's, it, we all know, and it's a massive cliche, that Newcastle United mm. is a, is a sleeping, sleeping giant, giant yeah, and it's yeah. a big, big club. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. Rafa Benitez is a big-time manager. And I think, you know, short-term disappointment and struggle mm. and pain in the backside to get back up, yes. But, but with time, with um, his, his European contacts and his knowledge of the European player market... He is absolutely the right guy for this club to take mm -hmm. him to a place that they want to be. And it's just the job now of the board and of Mike Ashley to say, what, well, Rafa, I know, you know, we've all got to suck it up. Please stay with us mm -hmm. because you've seen in your short time here what this club is all about, the heart and soul of the team and the club and the fans, and now try and persuade him to stay. What's your percentage I, chance of him staying? I think it's higher. I yeah. would say it, it's really? somewhere just above 50%. Really? I'll tell you why. Because I think Rafa Benitez is, is well, he'll understand. There's other, club, there's other teams the, the, in, the, in this league. Of course league. there is. There's other clubs. But let, let me just finish my argument that he's been in this football club and he'll have seen what it means and what can happen. And, and I also think in the last four or five weeks we've seen a change in the players. We've seen the connection that, that comes. Now, there's going to have to be a bit of wheeling, dealing. This club needs a, a sort out in, in some respects, a sprinkling. But if he stays and he gets them out, this is a team, Robbie Musto, that could come up and let me tell you what, after this year, could win the title. <laughs> they can down. do a Leicester City. <laughs> and why I tell you, and, and then let me tell you one other thing that I like about the Newcastle story is Aston Villa will go down, they'll lose 25 to 30% of their fans initially unless they start Really well. Newcastle United will be full on the first day, yeah, whoever they play. Yeah, and point. will be full every weekend as yeah, long as that team crazy. put out. Yeah. And they will go to the football room. And I think it gives them a chance. Now, for me, the big, the big question with, with Newcastle United was, why didn't they make the change earlier? Right. Why didn't they make the change earlier? If Rafa Benitez had five more games, Newcastle stay up. Yeah, I, I was uh, on our TV show... Um... I was quite harsh on, on Newcastle United and Steve McLaren and the, and the attitude of the mm. club, Rob, because from day one, and I think you're with me on it, mm. day one, yeah. there's an arrogance about Newcastle, yeah. mate. It's like, we'll be okay. oh, we, we managed to, to, to stay up with John Carver and stuff. There's a bit of a panic up, but we're mm. going to be fine. Look at the, we're going to bring in these players. We're bringing in Steve McLaren, a new manager. And from that part to signing of exotic players, <laughs> not players that from a, rele a near relegation is going to secure your position, but they're trying to play with this, this flair and a team of, of talented footballers that, that, that want to be in the top eight or whatever mm. without giving the respect to the league, giving the respect to other teams. And I think that's 
that the reason on top of Steve McLaren failing to worry or mm. address issues that came up early in the season, Rob saying, you know what, yeah, we, we don't even look at the table, you know, uh, for a couple of months and, and we've got good players here and we've played brilliant, fantastic for 45 minutes in this game and not in the, not the full match, but we have to learn to do that. We're a mentally tough uh, mm. squad. They've shown that the players have been magnificent and they haven't <laughs> been. And that unwillingness to address an issue early on and then the club later on to still believe in this guy. It's almost like the spin and the, and the you know, his, mm. his, his whole demeanour about everything's under control, everybody. Mm. He sucked in the owner and everybody at that football club until it was too late. You're right. Rafa Benitez given not many more weeks, I think, would have done it. Great segue, Robbie Musto. It's not usually your way because there's another <laughs> manager in the league who often of late has started to come out and, and say things that I'm, I'm thinking, does he watch the same game? Possession is, is the key and we gave it a good go and we just were a bit unlucky on that. And, uh, and I'm, Roberto Martinez stocks dropping that, that, that quickly, uh, Robbie mm. Musto, in, in, in the way that this is a guy who I think a lot of people have a lot of affinity to and, and want him to, to do well. But at the moment, Robbie, his team, Luke, Shambolic. They, yeah. they look shambolic. There's no yeah. base to, yeah. to go back to. There's yeah. no defensive structure. There's yeah. no mental sense. I saw a couple of signs that really would worry me if I was as involved at Everton Football Club. Where a couple of players, he was asking Lukaku once to come in, and Lukaku almost threw him a bit of a look as to say, I'm not sure he's going. Ross Barkley, who was, who was terrible during the game after his touch was off, he didn't look it up for the game, subbed at half time, ran down the tunnel the other day when he got subbed. Those little relationships, those trusts, those things we've talked about Sam Allardyce having at Sunderland are nowhere to be seen at Everton. I don't see these any any way that Roberto Martinez starts the season as Everton manager. To, to follow up that point about players not really acknowledging the manager... Even even when goals go against now, I always look at mm. the reaction yeah, of players. Yeah, they just get their head, yeah. Rob, they put their head down, they start walking mm. towards the halfway line yeah, to kick off again. Nothing. It's gone. They, they've stopped playing for Roberto Martinez, mm. which is, from our point of view, it's a big slide. It's a big slide. We don't say yeah. it lightly no. because we've been no. there and yeah, we know what it's like to support yeah. your manager. Correct. But the, what, the body language of the players now is, is almost like, you know what, you ain't, we're not going anywhere. Mm. They spent mm. more than $50 million on, on this season's players to improve on a good uh, young squad. They are Sometimes you don't always get a real accurate mm. sense of a manager's if he's fulfilling what the squad can achieve. It's so obvious that there's underachievement at this football club with this group of players, um, with this manager, and that has to be addressed. But the, the, and the, the hardest part of the job, which I always say, is, is scoring goals. They can do that. Yeah. They can, yeah. They've got people who can do it. But when it comes to defending, they don't want to do it. People, today, Leighton Baines was uh, running say, to play Let me say that he doesn't want to do it, the well, manager. Yeah, well, well, maybe, because there is... It comes there, from him. There is signs, but maybe he doesn't want to do it. But there were signs that Leighton Baines was running to play offside when it was obvious there was people behind him and they were never going to come. This is Leighton Baines, one of the most mm, sort experienced, of experienced yeah. players, one of the most consistent players. There's these big problems at that football club, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if even in the next couple of days something happens at, at Everton with Roberto. And let's, let's, let's think about who, who could come in. Um, I think we've had this conversation mm. before. Koeman uh, has to be on high up. Yeah, on the Ronald list. Koeman has to be. I, mm. You know, with the style of play, with his demeanour, with the, the, the mm. size of the club compared to Southampton, and, and you look at the table now and you say, well, "What are you talking about, Southampton?" Are, you mm. know, higher up, but but this new investment makes is a big deal. This machinery yeah. money is a big deal, yeah. and I think you can persuade managers that you might normally have not have got for that club to come with the promise of money and if you go in places. Let me throw one at you. 
could Rafa Benitez leave Newcastle and go? I mean, does he does he taint all the things that yeah. he's done at Liverpool and that, that yeah. doesn't work? I, I think I think everything else works in terms of what he yeah, is and fit, where fit if, he from Liverpool, Liverpool. Mark, if he wasn't at Liverpool, what about look, one more Eddie Howe? Ready or or is it too early for him? Eddie, ready. No, Eddie is. Uh, <laughs> is he steady? Eddie's not, is he ready is he, to yeah. steady to go? Okay, Eddie's not ready, but I'd take him if he meant doing it a year early than I wanted to. I'd take him a year early than I wanted to, then what? take the wrong man. But I don't you. It's run a gamble. The risk it's a it. gamble. But if I take Frank de Boer or whatever, it, it's a gamble. If I take, I don't know. If I take. David Moyes back, does he ever get back to whatever? If, if I take Ronald Koeman, does it fit? It's a gamble. He's not what I want now, but I'll tell you what, he isn't too far down the list if I don't get the ones I want. Because you know what? He will come and organise you because this guy loves to coach. And you hear him talk, you see his teams, they will be disciplined. He will work with the young, the younger players. I think he might just get the connection with the, Luka, mm-hmm. with the Lukaku yeah, and the Stones I, I just, and that. Mm. I just think, you know, no, ideally he needs another year or two yeah. and then he's ready to, to move on. He's, re- he's ready to go. Is there any way that they, they bring in a big-time guy? Because of the money, because of something that we don't know at the moment. Mm. Uh, Joachim Love has been talked about Everton yeah, yeah. for the German national team, yeah. the World Cup winner, the champion coach. Why not yeah. him? Still a gamble, I mean, though, this jo- league. Jo- Jose Mourinho's available, Rob. I'm not saying that it, it yeah. could happen, but if, yeah. you, if you pulled him and said, listen, this could be mm. an amazing the, chance for don't, you. Don't do the deal yeah. and that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah you're right. They're, 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 listen, it's a great job, and with money and with the, with the talent that's there, I think that's one of the key things, with the talent that's there, they've got a chance. We, we've got one big outstanding issue this weekend, mate, Championship Sunday. It's, it's like the challenge of Manchester. One team's going to be in the Champions League. The other team's going to be in the Europa League. Thursday night football is not the night to be playing your football, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. And it's all with Manchester City. Is there any way City don't get this? Do they hand it back again, the, the control of the top four spot? Yeah, to, to, to I, yeah I, 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 think, um, I think United... Um... Had an opportunity at West Ham. We know mm. it's the final game there, at the bowling ground, and there was a, a lot of drama beforehand that was that was really out of order, yeah, and disappointing. Yeah. The game was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Mm. But I think we both said it at the start: it was a defining game. It was a yeah. defining game for United, but more importantly for Louis Van Gaal. All the kind of all the the, the, the ups and downs of, of what we've seen from him, with nearly having a, mm. a disaster to oh great result, and then he goes on a run, FA Cup, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it comes down to I think it was that game, but, and, and it was a thriller match, mm. and they didn't come out on top. And I think that's. But don't, in some respects, don't you think the game mirrors Manchester United? They went one another, all that went on, there's been drama around the football club. They go 1-0 down, but then they end up getting back to 2-1. They're yeah. winning the game. They've now yeah. got control, and they lost it. They lost control. They didn't know how to, how to close it down. They were Immature? Yeah, a little too bit young, immature. A little bit, a little bit immature. Couldn't finish off, lose 3-2, and now lose control of the top four spot, and all of a sudden it's handed to City. And, and that's the reason, Rob, that I think this guy has to go... We, I think you, you used the word plodding uh, mm. during the broadcast. And, mm. and I was thinking about Manchester United. This, they're scrapping to get to full spot. They're plodding. Mm. This isn't Manchester United. Well, no, it, you know, I, I was more patient with them, Rob, because I saw the bigger picture of transition. And it was a huge change of champions. Of, what was it three years ago now? Mm. And, and he made all, decided to make all these changes. A lot of young players were trusted to come into the club. And I'm OK with that. But you can't go backwards. You can't no. move backwards. And I said to you all along through this, all along, I want, I am giving him to the end of the season, and I'm going to sit down, look back at what he's done with the injuries, assess the whole thing. And last week or the week before, I think I said. 
said to you, if he finishes in the top four mm. and they win the FA Cup, I have no problem with him continuing. But mm. knowing that was going to be really difficult, a, a highly charged, fired at West Ham United. Mm. They didn't have what it takes to get through that game. I think they're not going to finish in the top four. And where are we going to go? And let's just finish this off with West Ham, the bowling ground, great, great teams in the end. You know, the, the fitting send-off to, to the great old ground. Yeah. And you talk about progress. There's a club with... with, with some opportunity to progress now. New stadium, got young manager. So what it meant to Slavin Bills, well, that was really important because this football club means a lot to Slavin yeah, Bills. It it, the weight of expectation. He didn't want to let this group of, of, of fans down. And he'll take that into next season. And if they get the right kind of money, Rob, talking about fifty to 60,000 people can fit in that stadium, mm. all of a sudden that, that could become a force. Yeah, and, and picking the right manager is, is mm. of course, so key. And they got it absolutely right with Slavin Bilic. And, and I like that he's word, Rob. I like that mm. He felt the pressure of, mm. uh, of replacing Sam Allardyce and changing the style of play and bringing in new players because he's done it magnificently well. I mean, we both could go on and on about this football ground. I have big memories. My mm. first professional experience was at um, this ground as a young player getting fish and chips at the mm. end of the game for the lads. And, and, and me being in that stand was like, wow, this is, this is mm, the big, big time, time for me. Yeah, and it. played against all the, the best players there and Decanio and Lampard and Rio Ferdinand and Joe Cole and Paul Ince. It, it, it is sad to, mm. to see it go, but it's what has to happen yeah, for progress. West Ham United mm. to, to be anywhere near Arsenal, Spurs and, and soon-to-be Chelsea mm. making their grounds bigger. Yeah, it's all about progress. We've moved to new grounds, new managers, new players in the league, lots to look forward to. So Sunderland are safe and Newcastle and Norwich, they've got at least a year in the Championship, while Manchester United look like they're going to be missing out on Champions League football. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Sunday for our final podcast of the season. That will be the two Robbies plus special guests to round up this special season and don't forget on Saturday it's the Two Robbies Football Show presented by Land Rover Saturday 5pm Eastern Time on NBC Sports Radio Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.